Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022. This is a particular episode because for once I will address just one topic, an important one, the tragedy in Ischia. Sadly, a perfect metaphor for today's Italy. At dawn last Saturday, November 26, a very strong thunderstorm dumped nearly five inches of rain in just six hours, the heaviest rainfall in 20 years on Ischia, the beautiful island in the province of Naples in Campania. As a result of this thunderstorm, a landslide broke off from the mountain above the island and destroyed everything in its path, collapsing buildings and sweeping vehicles into the sea, which temporarily turned from blue to brown. Eight people were killed by this tragedy, including a three-week-old infant and a pair of young siblings buried in mud and debris. There are also four missing people whom there is now no hope of finding alive, plus a dozen of injured people and almost 300 inhabitants of the island who had to abandon what was left of their homes. The municipality on the island of Ischia hit by the tragedy is called the Casamicciola, and this is not the first time it has been hit by similar tragedies, so much so that in Campania it has become normal to use this name to mean a disaster of some kind. È stata una casamicciola, it was a casamicciola, is said when one wants to imply that there was a lot of damage. In 1883, the entire family of famous writer Benedetto Croce was killed by an earthquake on Ischia. He was 17 years old and the only survivor in his family. Thousands died because of that earthquake. The island is very fragile and the mountain terrain makes it very dangerous to live there. The Italian government declared a state of emergency for the island and appointed an extraordinary commissary. But what happened unchained much controversy because this is a tragedy that everyone knew would happen sooner or later. The Protezione Civile, Italy's FEMA, is still working tirelessly to clear the island of debris and rescue those trapped in very difficult conditions also because the weather has given no respite and new very strong storms are expected. Over the past 70 years, Italy has lost thousands of people to earthquakes floods, water bombs and hydrological phenomena that on many occasions have brought entire cities and portions of the territory to their knees. Just from 2000 to 2019, hydrological instability caused 438 deaths in our country. More than 90% of Italian municipalities are prone to landslides or other natural disasters. But this is not the only problem, it is just the first one. The second one is caused by climate change. However you think about what the causes are, it is undeniable that in recent times nature is much more dangerous than before and this, for a fragile and unstable territory like Italy, is a much bigger problem. It is, however, the third and fourth problems that make this yet another horrific tragedy a perfect metaphor for the Italy of yesterday and today. There is an incredible set of responsibilities that national and local institutions carry on their shoulders regarding what should have been done and what was not done. Laws to be made with courage, measures to be taken without fear, 
money to be invested and then used in the right way, decisions to be promised and then kept, with a vision to restore the territory, learning from the past to prevent catastrophes from happening again, in order to improve the future of this wonderful but fragile country. Instead, we have seen bouncing responsibilities for decades, making wrong decisions, lacking leadership and courage, ignoring scientists and technicians and the numerous alarms, failing to invest funds and when money was available, surrendering to the impossibility or the inability to spend them safely and well. There is one word in the Italian vocabulary that perfectly describes this lack of leadership, courage and vision. It is the word condono, which can be translated with the English word pardon. In a very Catholic country where forgiveness has always been of enormous and widespread importance everywhere, even laws have adapted to this tradition, much to the delight of those who voted for the, those laws. So several amnesties pardoned illegal constructions, building or tax evasions, forgiving those who broke the law by making the situation legal through the payment of a small fine. Over the years, politicians realized how immoral it was to keep voting for amnesties and call them condono, and they began to call these laws something else, with marketing that changed the form while leaving the substance identical. And so over the years, terms from the Italian language were used as sanatoria, amnesty, concordato, arrangement, scudo, shield, rottamazione, scrapping, and then arrived the masterpiece, pace, peace. Who is against peace? When these continual amnesties have concerned tax evasion, which in Italy each year exceeds 80, 80 billion euros, more than 10% of the Italian yearly GDP, the result has been to hurt and worsen the public budget and make those who pay taxes feel more foolish, <coughs> while incentivizing others not to pay them because all is forgiven afterwards. But when these amnesties concerned illegal buildings and constructions, not only did those who felt like fools were those who built their homes following the rules, but the worst is that these amnesties continued to create damage to the land by building where engineers and scientists warned that it would be dangerous for the climate, for the land, for the nature, and of course for those who would go to live there. The result is the tragedy of Ischia, which is only the latest of many and unfortunately, make no mistake, will be followed by others in the future, that's for sure. The fourth problem, in fact, concerns us Italians, not the politicians, but the citizens. Obviously, there is great respect and solidarity for those who died under the mud, who saw their families broken, their homes destroyed or in danger, in Ischia as in the rest of Italy. <clears throat> we, I, certainly do not want to blame those who are victims of this tragedy, absolutely. But illegal construction is a scourge of this country. The laws I mentioned earlier were made by politicians elected for promising amnesties over and over, when the state, regions and municipalities have timidly tried to change things, there have always been huge objections. For every rare passing of a stricter law, for every rare investment measure for abatements and clearances, and then for every rare time that the very long bureaucratic process necessary to get to the time when the illegal house would be torn down was finished. There were always protests, demonstrations, marches, shouts, and many other even extreme actions in the direction of 
maintaining the abuse, of saving the dangerous situation, of ignoring the alarms, of forgetting past tragedies, of avoiding the painful but inevitable change necessitated by the experience of the past that should have taught that nature does not like tricks not, nor give discounts. The last condono is very recent, just four years ago, even if now everyone who voted for it is trying to deny they did it. Everyone in Ischia knew that many of the houses wept away and destroyed were illegal. There were 28,000 demands of condono in 60,000 houses. Those who lived there knew they should not have done so and knew they were in danger. Some had already experienced similar dramas during the last landslides only a few years ago. People lost their families to that landslide. Over the decades, people continued to build where they should not, to rape nature, cut trees, occupy natural but also artificial passages created to prevent the water deciding from the mountain from doing the damage that was done a few days ago. Not only the law was ignored, but also experience, science, common sense were forgotten. But this is not something that happened only in Ischia. The 2021 data says that in Italy authorized construction were 86.9%, while the remaining 13.1% were unauthorized. The geographical distribution is not homogeneous, once again, with wide differences between the north and the south of the country. 28.2% of total construction in the south is unauthorized. This percentage drops to 12.1% in the center and 4.1% in the north. Speaking of individual regions in Trentino Alto Adige and Friuli Venezia Giulia, for every 100 constructions there are 3.2 illegal ones. This ratio rises to 48.8% in Campania. Demolishing these illegal buildings throughout Italy would cost a minimum, minimum of 4 billion euros. A survey of abuses was conducted in 2020. With great difficulty, 1819 municipalities responded, while 690 did not probably because they had something to hide. According to the data collected, 57,250 demolition orders were issued from 2004 to 2020. Of these, however, only 18,838 were executed, just 32.9%. Among the regions, Veneto stands out with 66.8% of demolitions carried out. Friuli Venezia Giulia, Valle d'Aosta, Trentino Alto Adige and Lombardy follow all northern regions. Way worse, however, is the situation in southern Italy, which unfortunately occupies all the positions at the bottom of this ranking. Puglia is last with only 4% of demolitions carried out, preceded by Calabria, Campania, Sicily and then Basilicata. It is no pleasure for me to have to talk about these tragedies with this tone, not to give data and information that is neither good nor positive about Italy. But these are facts, and the tragedy of Ischia reminds us that ignoring facts, reality and history is not useful, not wise, not intelligent, not smart. Men forgive, condone, forget, nature does not. Albert Einstein once said that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. 
This is why continuing to ignore what needs to be done to prevent these tragedies from happening again is simply insane. And I say this with the utmost respect and solidarity for the people of the beautiful island of Ischia. Well, it's all for now. This was with Italia News. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you next Thursday. Hopefully, uh, we'll have the possibility to speak about something else and not another of these tragedies. Please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome.